0: Initiating start-up, startup Sequence.
1: You're listening to the Loud and Queer Podcast, Australia's only national radio show by and for queer youth.
2: of Loud and Queer here on Sin Nation on another lovely Sunday. My name is Christian. I'm here with... Evie. And uh, a special guest for this episode, Teddy Murray. Welcome to Loud and Queer. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks so much for coming. <laughs> um, so, formalities. My name is Christian, uh, which I said before, still Christian. Um, 22 years old, but turning 23 in nine days. Um, he, him pronouns, and... Uh, Gay, I will say, for sexual orientation. I'll be a bit more specific this week. <laughs>
0: yeah. Eve. Uh, my name is Eve. I'm 23, and my pronouns are she, hers, or they, theirs. I'm a, yeah, like, trans feminine person, and I'm
1: bisexual.
2: And Teddy, what's your name? Hi, I'm Teddy.
1: <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, I am 24, turning 25 this year. My pronouns are he, him... Or they, them, either is absolutely fine. Um, I identify as uh, Demi Boy, Transmask, and by Pan. Cool.
2: And of course, you're here, we'll get into this later on, um, but you're here to talk to us about, uh, is it Querelle magazine? (laughs) No. (laughs) Mm, That would be my French pronunciation. (laughs) Um,
1: I tend to pronounce it Querelle or Querelle. Cool. Yeah.
2: Wonderful. So we're looking forward to hearing all about that. But uh, for now, our first song is uh, Public Safety by Chelsea Beach. Listening to Loud and Queer on Sin Nation with Christian, Eve and Teddy.
0: Hey, you're listening to Loud and Queer on Sin Nation. My name's Eve and we just heard Public Safety by Chelsea Beach. Yeah, so today we're talking to... Teddy from QueerL, which is, well, yeah. Do you want to tell us just yeah. the basics of what QueerL is?
1: Yeah, sure. So QueerL is a fantastic annual national magazine for queer students by queer students, and it's produced by a different university around Australia every year. And last year in twenty seventeen, um, my university, Monash, won the bid to produce QueerL, and that's what we're doing.
0: Ah, okay. That's yeah. So that I'm just like. The, the way that the uni queer organisations all interface is, like, really fascinating because it's something I didn't get to engage with when I was at uni. And, yeah, that's...
1: Yeah, that's really cool. Yeah, so we've got this conference called Queer Collaborations, which happens in a different university every year as well. Um, and that's where we won the bid. We won the bid at uh, Wollongong. Um, Andrea put in the bid for us and beat... Uh, Another university, I don't know which one that was, but, um, and next year, this year, in fact, uh, queer collaboration, queer collaborations is going to be at the university of Queensland and any university around Australia can go for QueerL 2019.
0: Ah, yeah, that makes a lot of sense.
2: Excellent. Well, congratulations, first of all. Thank you. And what does that now mean for you with your your role um, with Querell especially, more specifically? Yes. So
1: I'm the Fundraising and Events Coordinator for Corel 2018. I've been involved pretty much since Andrew came back from Wollongong saying, we're doing a thing called Querell, everyone. (laughs) Um, (laughs) And that pretty much means I'm not involved with the kind of content or editing or submission side of things. I'm organising a whole lot of amazing events coming up over the next couple of months I'm organizing the launches in Brisbane and Melbourne and I'm trying to raise enough money so that we can actually do it all
0: yeah that's yeah that's really cool um so with the fundraising side of things like how's that predominantly working so far, is it?
1: Yeah, it's going pretty well. We got a few starting donations from Monash University, which was fantastic. So big shout-out to the Office of the Vice-Chancellor for that. Um, And the Monash Postgraduate Association is also supporting us. But our main avenue of donations um, is actually through a crowdfunding campaign, which we're doing on chuff.org. All right, excellent. Um, And we've got a whole lot of cool rewards, actually, for people that donate T-shirts, magazine delivered to your house around Australia, um, and, yeah, a whole lot of other cool things.
0: Yeah, that's certainly. I think we can put that out on the Twitter. Yep, excellent. Um, Yeah, so that should be out on our Twitter and probably in the Facebook group at some point in the next couple of minutes, I'd say. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, so with Quirrell... I, I'm just trying to picture it, kind of. So it's a submission pro- process where it's just kind of open to anyone?
1: Or? Yeah, so if you're queer and you're attending a university or recently, very recently attended a university, you can submit to Querelle your artistic works, your written works, creative writing, opinion pieces. We're even accepting music and uh, video that we can host on our online version of the magazine, Um All of the submissions, processes, and guidelines are on our Facebook, which um, are available online. And submissions are going to be closing on the 1st of May. So you've still got a bit of time to get something together.
0: Yeah, excellent. Um, Yeah, do you have anything else you wanted to ask?
2: Oh, I just wanted to know how you got involved with Queer. Was it through um, Queer Collaborations that you first heard of them or got involved? Yeah,
1: so I attended Queer Collaborations in 2016 when it was in Perth. And the, there was a Corral launch, but I never really got to have a look at the magazine. They didn't do a print version. And I was, I was sort of a bit disappointed. Um, and I didn't think up much of it. Um, but then I didn't go to the queer collaborations last year, but Andrea came back and said that we were doing it. And I was like, well, this is our chance to really blow everyone's minds around Australia, put out a really amazing resource for people to look up to, see themselves in. Um, our theme this year is Visibility Matters because we think it's really important that people, that queer people, queer young people can go out and find media that they are represented in that people like them are doing and sharing their stories so that's kind of my mission this year and that's what I want to get out of it
0: Yeah, that's really cool um, Last week we actually spoke about Trans Day Visibility and yeah, that's definitely like such an important thing talking about visibility and you know, the way that, you know, being out there can, you know, have different impacts to different people and, yeah. Yeah, you know, kind of, yeah, I, I really like how that's sounding. That's really cool. Uh, yeah, yeah, thanks. I'm super, super excited about it. Yeah, that's really cool. Uh,
2: Excellent. Yeah. Right yeah. on the money. Okay, um, well, that takes us into our next song, Money by Wet Lips. Um, and Teddy will be here for the rest of the episode as well. So um more to come, but for now, money by wet lips. Um enjoy listening to Loud and Queer. I give on you Sin money and you take it from me. I give you money, you
1: give it to me. I- Did you know we have a Facebook group?
0: Find us on Facebook in the Sin Nation Loud and Queer Community Cafeteria. You're listening to Loud and Queer on Sin Nation.
2: That was uh, Job House slash Death Guard by Hexton And before that, we had uh, Money by Wet Lips. This is Loud and Queer on Sin Nation. My name is Christian. I'm here with... A.V. And... Teddy. And, (laughs) The uh, events manager of uh, Corel for this year. So thanks again for joining us. Um, Just wondering, could you tell us a bit more about um, the... Hold on. Let me get the name. Um, (laughs) Sorry. uh, Because we talked about a few things. Um... Oh.
0: Yeah, the question network. And oh yes, that was specifically it. like AQSM. queer Collaborations, which we've kind of had mentioned, and just kind of wanting to know a bit more, like, what, well, how does, how does that work?
1: Yeah, totally. So um, <laughs> it all started a long, long time ago. At uh, a couple of universities, wanted to run a queer conference for queer students, and that's sort of how QC began. Um, I'm not sure how long ago that was, but I think it was somewhere more than 25 years ago. Querell started up as a zine 25 years ago at a queer collaborations. um, And AQSN, Australian Queer Students Network, started up only pretty recently, sort of 2010, 2011, at queer collaborations as a way of organising and administrating uh, a, a body for queer, tertiary and higher education students to be active all year round, whereas Queer Collaborations only kind of exists for that week in July when everyone kind of comes together. Uh, and there wasn't any way of making sure that the decisions that people wanted to see through at QC and carry through at universities around Australia actually happened. So that's what AQSN is for. There's t- two national co-conveners elected every year at the Queer Collaborations conference, as well as the rest of the committee, which includes um, secretariat, um, person of colour officers, um, other sort of intersectional identity representatives, including rural regional officers, and they organise events and publications and resources for students' to access all year round. I know something they do is organise a Mardi Gras float every year. I was um, actually national co-convener over 2016 and 2017, so I got to play a bit of a part in that. Um, and at the moment, the national co communities is a cat and Mel, and they're very approachable and fantastic. If everyone wants yeah. to get in touch, get involved.
0: Yeah. So I guess so that will interface in turn with individual unis like queer. Yeah, queer associations and...
1: Yeah, so um, queer groups, queer uh, associations, u- unions can uh, refer to AQSN for resources. AQSN considers themselves the peak body for queer students around Australia and are there for kind of, um, yeah, chatting, exchanging resources, exchanging kind of information, staying linked, staying connected.
0: Yeah, all right, so yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Um, yeah, and so you mentioned theme at the moment... Well, yeah, for this year's Queer Al was Visibility.
1: Yeah, um, and we're actually using that as a kind of a social media platform at the moment. So we're using it as a hashtag Visibility Matters to interview and tell some stories about our contributing artists. So if you want to jump online and share your story about what Visibility Matters to you, use the hashtag Tag querel 18 and, yeah, get your story out there.
0: Yeah, that's really, really cool. Um, yeah, as I was saying before... Yeah, that's something we spoke about a bit on the show last week with Trans Day of Visibility, which was yesterday. And, yeah, that's definitely something... You know, that it, it's, it's a huge thing to talk about, like just the impact that different kinds of visibility can have on people. You know, you've got the whole process of coming out and what that can mean in a whole bunch of contexts. You know, and sometimes... Yeah, you know, there's broader implications when it comes to, yeah, you know, people who have like public presence outside of that. Like, yeah, it's definitely something I'm just like. There's so much to talk about there, and it makes a lot of sense as something to really promote as, yeah, you know, this big kind of kicking off talking point.
1: Definitely, like queer representation in um, the media, the creative industries like, are various professional industries and just, like, the sort of the world at large is something that's, like, really, really lacking and the nuances in in how that differs from industry to industry is totally different and there's totally different stories and everyone has their own experience of where they've been able to see themselves and see role models and be inspired and come out in their own way.
0: Yeah. Like, yeah, I mean, because what were you... uh, question? what were you mentioning... Yeah, we were discussing something last week. I'm trying to remember it for a was it around yeah, trans visibility uh, not or trans when we were speaking about coming out. Oh yeah, and like I was very surprised by the difference. Like well, not surprised, but like did notice like the significant difference just in just the experiences of three different people talking just in that context. Um. Yeah, and that's something, you know, having an entire zine, an entire publication dedicated to that, I... 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 Uh, uh how would i describe it it's
2: well there's not just one story to tell there's yeah, obviously there's and it's,
0: many. i'm just like that that's just this huge font to draw from
1: yeah there's like pretty <laughs> much as many stories as there are identities because everyone has huh. different intersections everyone has different you know backgrounds and the way that those backgrounds and experiences interact with each other gives everyone like a un- totally unique and diverse way of seeing the world um and we really want to embrace every single one of those like anything that, uh, any story that people want to bring to us, whether it's, you know, neurodiversity, cultural diversity, gender diversity, um, your experience as an international student, as a student with a disability, as an Indigenous queer person, a person of colour, like, all of those experiences and stories are all incredible and diverse, and we want to celebrate them because our community is diverse, and we want to show that.
0: Yeah, that's, like, that's just such a powerful message already, and that's, um (laughs) I'm... Very happy to hear that. Pretty much, I'm just like this is really like almost satisfying just to hear. <laughs> <But> up <laughs> That's front, awesome, awesome. it's it's very just like yeah, this is this is something I, like this is something that I've definitely gone. I I need this like yeah, as a trans feminine person, it's very the media around trans feminine people is just dedicated in yeah in the context that I was engaging with it before I came out, where it was just like you know, I was just seeing news stories or occasionally reading about somebody with, you know, a bit of fame. It's a very narrow view. Yeah, you know, it's very much, like, binary white people and, <laughs> you know, very, like, one experience that actually... Yeah, it gets generalized to a whole bunch of people where it's just like, well, no, everybody's experience, even within these groups, people is going to be completely different. It just, that's not the narrative that's out there. And yeah, having access to that, especially when I was a student, like, I had kind of been, I didn't have a very good experience with queer groups at my uni. Like, I was out as bi at the time, but the fact that I was predominantly read as a straight acting, as much as you want to give that credibility, (laughs) like white guy was, you know, I was very hesitant to engage at all. And reading something like Quirrell by the sounds of it this year would have been just a huge thing for my own confidence in, yeah, like just addressing my own queerness um yeah that's like that's what i'm trying to say i'm like very excited
2: to hear that yeah awesome all right um well time for another song this is dislocated by the cutaways and then we'll keep talking about these stories sort of thing yeah i think that's a very good theme um okay anyway, you're listening to loud and queer on Sin Nation.
0: hey uh well yeah you're listening to loud and queer um that was cruel uh no sorry dislocated by the cutaways um, was yes. it was it <laughs> i'm not sure we're getting word <laughs>
2: <laughs> from our team that that that's all right the uh, the specialists are onto that one the uh, yeah. the mus- the musicologists um anyway my name is christian uh mm-hmm. i'm evie Teddy, thank you for joining us again. No worries, I'm so happy to be here. <laughs> 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 Why are so happy to have you here? That's cool. Yeah. Um, all right, I, I'm, I'm gonna throw a question at you um, out of the blue. I hope that's okay. Uh, kind of related to what we were talking about before, but uh, the first uh, queer, let's say event, events manager, kind of relevant, um, that you ever went to or that you can remember going to even. Cause some people go mm. to it like before
1: they were 10 years old even. Yeah, that's hmm. true. Uh, Do you remember
2: the first one?
1: Yeah, uh, yeah. So <laughs> I think the um, mm. the first queer event I mm. went to was when I started going to the Monash Queer Department. It was a um, it was a mm. performance like a like a performance collaborative performance event where anyone could like get up and perform something, and it was in Whole Foods at Monash, and I performed a um a version of born this way by lady gaga that i wrote rewrote the lyrics to in year 12 to be about lafayette and the french revolution
0: Nice, basic
1: (laughs) (laughs) and then i felt connected to my queer group and i stayed from then on (laughs) yeah um... do you remember what year that was um that was actually only 2016 Oh, okay, right, right. right.
2: Okay, cool. I would just Because I just reminded myself what year Born This Way came out. It was like 2011. So I by the made like a joke about, oh, yeah, that sounds very 2012, if it was 2012 or something. <laughs> but no.
1: Well, I, I, wrote, I wrote the song, the, 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 the you parody. You wrote the song, in, what? No, no, oh, I didn't right, write Born This cover, Way. I wrote yeah. the parody in 2011 when I was in year 12 doing the French Revolution. Um, nice. But it only got properly performed in 2016.
2: <laughs> and how proper was this performance?
1: Oh, I mean, I was wearing a... Uh, a full length sort of Frenchy inspired coat. Um, <laughs> and I had like a bow tie on, and there was, I, did, I did the piano part, mm. and I had someone accompany me on a drum. And it was in front of, you know, about 15 to 20 enthusiastic queer people. So it was, I think it was a pro, pro, very proper performance. Yeah, definitely.
2: Cool, yeah. I think mine was actually similarly French. Actually, <laughs> it was, I mean, it wasn't much of like a special event as such. It was, it was like the regular um, queer lunches at the, so I, I go to Melbourne Uni. So it's that that top level of the union house building, um, the queer space. So it's like a quite a long, there's many flights of stairs when you go up. So like basically if you, it's, seeing this is my first time going up there, I had plenty of time to like, if I kind of chickened out, like decide, oh, actually I'm not going and like go back down. Um, but I actually made it all the way up to the top floor. Every flight of stairs was kind of like a moment of doubt, but no, I got through four flights of doubtful stairs. Um, and the first people I kind of had, like, a connection with to speak to was people who were French exchange students. So, yeah, that was a kind of a point of connection, like just inserting myself in because I knew the language. Um, and weirdly, I would say that I, I think... Um, if I'd had to have had that conversation, if I'd had to have had that conversation in English, like that first conversation at a queer event, um, that might have been harder. But in French, it was easier. Wow. For whatever reason. Yeah, I yeah. guess.
0: Oh, uh, you know, having lots of means <laughs> to express yourself, but also having to be very conscious of it, like when you're learning a language, that would probably. Yeah, you know, it's just like hey, my brain's doing different things to what it usually does, and yeah. because of that, yeah, you, know, you end up feeling different things and going in different directions. Yeah. Yeah.
2: I'd say I, I guess I felt very sort of f- speaking French, you're kind of full of love, full of l'amour, full of romance. <laughs> so maybe that helped. I don't know. I just know because, like, I'm uh, on the autism spectrum as well. So, like, I think, like, in both both ways, like, it's it sort of using, like, second language as opposed to my first language, I, I guess at the very least it kind of, um like, if you seem a bit sort of nervous your first time it's okay to be nervous your first time um it kind of almost gives like a like another reason like a more sort of common um reason that's easier to explain like oh this is your second language no wonder this is not quite as sort of uh i know like fluent or fluid or like confident as you might expect you might be expected to be um Mm -hmm. So you don't necessarily have to, you know, give the explanation like, oh, well, actually this is the first time I've talked about my sexuality or actually I'm on the spectrum. So if this is awkward, that is why. Like, you don't have to give, you know, like a slideshow of about disability or about queer. You're just like, oh, yeah, uh, this is my second language. Oh, fair enough. Yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> it's definitely one of those things for me mm. where mm. I don't really feel like I actually attend any queer specific events. Mm. Like. So much as I just kind of started finding myself in spaces where there was more and more queer people and I was more and more comfortable talking about my identity. Mm. Um, like one of the things that's standing out to me, though, was not long after I came out as trans, Like I, when I came out as trans feminine, I knew very few trans people and those that I did know were... And, uh, like, they're all still people who are in my life and they're all predominantly transmasculine people. And, yeah, you know, I was really just like, cool, like, I've learned a lot from you. This is an experience which, you know, has helped to inform me and show me how to kind of, you know, navigate my own identity. But also, hey, I kind of want to meet somebody who's, like, got very similar things going on to me at the moment. And I went, you know, kind of on an impulse. Uh, it was a event It was run by, I can't remember if it was YGender or Minus18. And, you know, just ended up sitting next to someone where we just kind of had a bit of a chat and, you know, just kind of suddenly had the, like, realisation of, oh, I'm talking about all these things to do with my identity that I've never actually been able to put words to. And, you know, that was a hugely positive thing. And that came out of predominantly... It was just, like, a quiet social space. Like, that's definitely something that can be really helpful and positive. Um, Yeah. Um, Yeah. Uh, We're going to go to another song...
2: Song are we going to? The next song on the run sheet. What's the next song on the run sheet? Okay, look, there's no other way to say this. Um, I'm not sure. (laughs) Playing No Other Way by Maddie Jane.
1: Sorry if that was rude, but anyway. (laughs) Loud and Queer, Sin Nation. And you're listening to Loud and Queer on Sin Nation. My name is Teddy, and we just heard No Other Way by Maddie Jane. And we are frothing, I believe. Yeah. Is that right? Is that yes. what we're doing? frothing. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah. Yes. Um, and we're also going to be talking about uh, the things that we've frothed, well, not frothed, yeah. frothed throughout this week. I can see why people that use it as a verb. It's very hard to say. Uh, you <laughs> you can the
0: F in there. It's just froth.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's got,
0: that, got that hard F.
2: <laughs> ah, anyway, um, who would like to start? Uh, I've, who has a...
0: Yeah. Um, I'm happy to start. Mm. Um, Yeah, like, right now I'm frothing about the last couple of days. I kind of had a big polyamorous couple of days where, you know... Thursday, I spent the day with one partner. I got a beer with another partner. Then I drove another partner home from work. And then Friday, I spent some time with another partner and then went to my partner's house and then played a role-playing game. <laughs> it sounds like this is, like, four people. <laughs> but, yeah, then, you know, then I went to another partner's house and then, yeah, you know, they were hanging out with their other partners. <laughs> it's pretty ridiculous, but I had a really, really nice... Thursday and Friday, surrounded by people I love. And it was, yeah, very, very nice. Cool.
1: Um,
0: yeah, let's go, go next.
1: Uh, yeah, sure. I've got um, not quite as a positive one, actually. I've been <laughs> uh, struggling with my honours uh, thesis this year, and something that I've been frothing at the mouth at in anger mm. is uh, <laughs> like the incredibly centralised nature of... Uh, security and anti-terror powers that the government has managed to amass since sort of 2001, and I'm sort of looking at that and how it's impacting uh, marginalised communities, like um, uh, people applying for si- asylum and refugees and things like that. So that's what's been on my mind this week.
0: Yeah, that's
1: all on. Cool. Yeah.
2: Um, okay, so a couple of nights ago, my sister and I had a, a kind of secret um, viewing session of magic mic um we kept it like a secret from the rest of our family as long as we possibly could given that we were using the family stan account um but i hadn't seen it before so it was um yeah like one of those sort of one of those sort of like viewing experience like movies tv shows books whatever where you you kind of feel like no matter what your opinion of it is you kind of like you feel like you need to watch it so it's like a ticking a box kind of thing which Mm. i've now done so yeah that was fun
0: what did what did you think of the movie?
2: What did I think of it? Yeah, yeah, I thought it was quite fun actually. Um, yeah. Yeah. Entertaining, likable.
0: I found um, it incredibly boring. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> like not really looking around. Oh, like not 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 that memorable. Um, but I think I guess likable is the word. Yeah. Yeah, you know. It's, it's not as a, yeah, likeable, you know, it's not as exciting as saying, like, Greece is the word or something like that, um, but likeable, I feel like, yeah covers it. Yeah,
0: that's yeah. fair.
2: Mm. Likeable right. doesn't mean you have to like it as well.
0: Yeah, it's <laughs> just like, it's a movie.
2: It is. <laughs> it's the All most right. un- uncontroversial opinion you can have on a movie, I think. It's yeah. a movie. Um Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We like to avoid contra- controversy here on Loud and Queer. <laughs> um, anyway, so um, we uh, well, today was an episode. Yes. I think we can all agree. Yeah, um,
0: <laughs> you've been listening to Loud and Queer uh, on Sin Nation, and you can find us on Twitter at Sinloud like Loud, like S Y N Loud. We have a Facebook group, which is the Sin Nation Loud and Queer Community Cafeteria um and this show every week is released as a podcast which can be found on Omni iTunes Soundcloud and Stitcher and eventually Spotify I don't know if it's up yet <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah um I'm teddy
0: dead. is what would you like to plug
1: yeah so um I just want to add that we're aiming to put a copy of Quirrell in every single queer space around Australia this year. So if you've got some spare cash that you can plug into our um, crowdfunding campaign, we'd love to have that. If you'd like to come and volunteer at some of our events, that's fantastic as well. All of our events are going to be open to students of all campuses, no matter what university. And if, even if you're just a young person, not necessarily attending university, they're perfectly open to you as well, and we want you there, and we want you to be part of Quirrell. So, yeah, check out our Facebook group, check out our crowdfunding campaign. Cool. Yeah, excellent. And
2: um, just one quick thing, because this is radio. How do you spell Quarell?
1: Yeah, <laughs> great question. So it's um, Q-U-E-R-E-L-L-E. Quarell. Yeah. Very good. Yeah. <laughs> yep. And our uh, sort of tag for this year is Quarell 18 So that's what we're on all of our social media as. So.
0: Yeah. Sure. Cool. Um, any social media accounts?
1: Yeah, Instagram and Facebook. Instagram and Facebook. Quarell cool. 18 Yep. Um, yeah, because I was about to search for it on Twitter. <laughs> we don't have enough
0: people for that, unfortunately. Oh. It's a big job. <laughs> yeah, Twitter
1: is a big job. I've learnt that recently. Yeah. Um, I'm on Twitter, though, as uh, oh. yep, Theodore Murray. I think you can find me on Twitter. Yeah. Excellent. I'll, I'll, I'll hit you
0: up. <laughs> um, all right, you've been listening to Loud and Queer, and have a great week. We'll be back next week. Thanks for having me.
1: Bye, everybody. Bye. See ya. <laughs> tune in to hear loud and queer streaming live on sin nation at sin.org.au you can find more of our episodes on omni soundcloud and itunes our podcast music is by accident you can find more of her music on bandcamp you can find us on facebook in the sin nation loud and queer community cafeteria and find us on twitter at sin loud